Machination Log for April 27th, 2016. This is David Paddock Solo. Hey, everybody. So, as you may know from previous episodes, I tend to be, despite the fact that I am willing to go out on a limb in my own personal projects, I tend to be fairly reclusive the rest of the time. So much so that uh, I don't even necessarily realize what places of commerce are available in my very, very near vicinity, if they're not somewhere between here and the town center that's uh, a couple of blocks up the street. Uh, Publix is where I do virtually all of my grocery shopping there in Costco, depending on what I'm looking for. And unfortunately, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, produce in Florida doesn't tend to be great, uh, partially because we only grow oranges here, which just get exported to places that are willing to pay more for them. But we also just have a market forces macroeconomic issue where old people and poor people who make up the vast majority of who live in this state still to this day, aside from the Port of Miami, they don't tend to attract the kind of pull that farmers deem necessary to facilitate um, actually bringing in good crops and that kind of stuff. And I believe, I, I do firmly believe, Publix is a good enough place in most other respects that if there were convenient options that they could bring in to improve the quality of the right side of their store, they would do so. But you know, they get passable stuff, and that's a shame, but they also, they're also missing out on another side of the equation, which is variety to some extent. They have to serve everybody, and when you attempt to serve everyone, that tends to drown out some of the more exotic flavors that you could have. So, I have been told, legend has it, ladies and gentlemen, that there is an Asian supermarket somewhere in Orlando, and I've been there now, despite having a It took me months to get this project completed, and I actually don't still know where it is because I carpooled to the place and didn't take note of its name. So I actually still don't really know where it's at, but I have actually been to the Asian grocery store, and it was fun. I'll probably be back at some other point. Um, They had exactly what anyone who actually has any experience looking in local stores... um, would know about that kind of thing. Um, I am the least educated among anyone I am talking to on the subject I'm talking about right now, but I was excited enough about it to talk about it here. Um, And in particular, they have a lot of mushrooms there, which is very exciting, including, um, oh, what the hell is this? Brown beach mushrooms, which for all I know could just be a derivative of portobello mushrooms, but... They, uh, their advertisement is a mushroom giving a thumbs up, as I would expect from any good Asian marketing. And the tagline for these Freshmore, um, brown beach mushrooms is fresh, safe, healthy. So, in order, they decided to go with fresh, which I can understand, safe, which implies something about, um... It implies something that I'm not okay with. Um, I'd be okay with fresh and healthy because fresh, obviously, that that speaks to their their food. Their, it, it speaks to their supply chain. But and healthy, obviously, you know, you want to emphasize what makes it worth eating. But to say safe in the middle of that is a reassurance that I was hoping I wasn't going to need. And I mean, presumably, this place this place is an establishment. It looks mostly like Publix, um, just with 
slightly dingier lighting and not quite as many employees. But it's – and they can't be killing that many people or it wouldn't still be there. Um, but that does not necessarily inspire confidence. Regardless, um, because I am the exceptionally timid, adventurous man that I am, I am going to do an on-air tasting of one of these mushrooms – uh, to give the folks at home an idea, I'm actually going to wash this mushroom before I eat it because that seems smart. So I'll be back in a second. All right, have my slightly better sanitized brown beach mushrooms here for the taste test. Perfectly innocuous on the first bite. Chewing. All right. I'm sensing differences in the content of the water where these were produced and where I'm currently from, but the flavor itself is still perfectly innocuous. Okay, so those aren't terribly exotic, but they're good. And they crunch and munch the way that you would hope any mushroom would. So I would call that a success. I would, I would encourage anyone on who's listening to this podcast to go out and look for places that they don't realize exist out in their uh, immediate vicinity, geographically, locally. But I probably don't actually need to tell anyone that because I'm probably the least experienced with doing that kind of outreach of anyone I'm talking to. So uh, just keep doing what you're doing, basically. And with that, we wrap up the inaugural and obligatory food-tasting podcast. May this never happen again. I'm going to be playing Fiasco hopefully tonight, and I bought the Fiasco Companion Guide, which has no rules in it, uh, but instead has a bunch of advice on how to play the game efficiently, and hopefully we can incorporate some of that stuff. And we'll get a couple people on a podcast maybe for tomorrow uh, to talk about fiasco and what makes it so much cooler than DD. but uh, for now it's more than enough adventure for the two of us so this is david paddock signing off Good morning, everyone.